Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're here to talk about the on hiatus Superman and Lois on the CW. A little bit of news to go over, a little bit of a preview of the back 10 episodes of season one is what we'll do today uh, as we eagerly anticipate the return of the show in less than a couple weeks now. Uh, The first five episodes of Superman and Lois have been temporarily added to HBO Max, it looks like. Uh, it will be avail- Those will be available to stream for subscribers until May 17th. I think HBO Max is still U.S. only. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. As far as I know, yeah. Um, May 17th, of course, being the day before the show returns. Looks like it's got the full extended cuts. They're in HD, not 4K, if you were hoping for that. Uh, so, yeah, a cool bit of... We assume that the show will be on HBO Max in full once Season 1 ends or before Season 2 airs. But it looks like the first five are on there now for a little preview for subscribers. Yeah, and this is nice. I, I opening it up to a, a wider audience. There's people just that are have HBO Max and are just sliding around there looking for something to watch, and maybe they stumble across this and they get introduced to a show that they wouldn't have otherwise. And I don't think it really hurts them that much. I think CW would probably want all those numbers to stay in their app just to to make it look better. But at the end of the day, I think this will hopefully bring more people to actually watching the show uh, as it goes on. It's weird with just five episodes and then taking it away. I think HBO Max is maybe either desperate for con- desperate for content and or this is a cool bit of cross-promotion yeah. for uh, Warner Brothers companies. But either way, it's uh, probably a little bit of both. Uh, yeah, and it's going to bring new people in. Even though the show is free on the CW's website, that is with ads. You can watch HBO Max without ads, but you have to pay $15 a month or you could buy it digitally if you wanted uh mm-hmm. so it's cool there's a lot of ways to watch it now and this is going to bring in new people and there are probably people listening to us right now who just binge watched the first five episodes on superman and lois and are really excited and want to watch it live i don't know if this is gonna lead to a huge boost in ratings or anything for the rest of the season but it will being bring people in introduce them to it and they'll probably wait to watch the rest on hbo max when it's all there yeah yeah so yeah, it's still free to stream in the U.S. It will remain, all the episodes will remain on the CW's website and apps in the U.S. for the remainder of season one. So those won't go away until I think a month before season two. Is that what we said? Yeah. So there you go. We also have a possible season one finale date. Uh, we've talked about how there's 10 episodes left. The finale would be July 20th if there are no breaks. Well, it looks like there will be at least some breaks. Uh, Deadline had an article about upcoming premiere date so it wasn't about superman and lois but we can kind of connect the dots here and see when superman and lois will be there's going to be a new episode on august 10th for sure mm-hmm. and i'm guessing the finale will be august 17th because supergirl is returning tuesdays at nine on august 24th they will return to that time slot so i'm guessing august 17th will be the finale maybe august 10th but one of those two dates most likely will be the finale yeah a good little bit of detective work on your part there to, to figure that out but yeah, it makes sense with Supergirl coming back on the 24th. Uh, that would mean four more off weeks once the show returns between August 17th. So don't know how they'll do that in, if they'll do two episodes, take a break, and or whatever. I think it would be cool if they did, did it in chunks of five since it's 15. Go five more weeks, take four weeks off, and then do the last five. Maybe that is one way to do it. I don't know. Yeah, it would be nice. I, obviously, I don't think they obviously they didn't plan for this first break after the first five episodes. But like you said, now that they've done that and it divides evenly, that that would be a nice way to do it. Yeah, I, I guess to maintain momentum. But that gives us a good idea. That's going to be late. I think they're on episode eleven filming now. 
Mm. So they're getting back up ahead after those COVID delays and everything like that. So, but they will still probably need those delays just so they have time to finish the episodes. Plenty of time there. Yeah, and I've always wanted more CW stuff uh, that I can watch in the summers that I like, and this is this is going pretty far into the summer. Yeah, and that leads to questions on how it will affect season. Yeah, uh, which is just speculation at this point if they're going to go for the longer season or keep it at around fifteen. And if they have a later start when they, you know, if they're going to come out back in the fall or January or when they're, when they're going to do all that, let's wait and see. And then next up, uh, directors for episodes 10 and 11 uh, have been revealed. Krypton Sites got this. So episode 10 is going to be Harry Zierzerzan, who did Doom Patrol, You, and The Flash. And he also edited uh, the Superman and Lois pilot. And then episode 11 is going to be Gregory Smith, uh, who also did Superman and Lois episode 3, Perks of Not Being a Wallflower. Yeah, a couple of really good choices. Jirjin's got some good experience, however you pronounce his name. Uh, <laughs> and Gregory Smith did uh, one of the best made episodes of Superman and Lois so far in the early going with episode yeah. three. So uh, excited to see what they do with their episodes. Yeah, and it's nice to bring back in some people who have already, in this short amount of time, already have some experience with the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if they'll be doing that, if they'll bring someone back for the finale, if the pilot director, Lee Tolan Krieger, comes back for the finale, or if, I don't know if he's busy, or if... Gregory Smith would probably be one of the favorites to direct the finale or, or anything like that. I don't know. Yeah. So that's pretty much it in terms of news. We're going to do a little bit of a preview of the final of six, final episode six to 15 based on what we know so far. Um, I guess, what are you looking forward to the most in these last 10 episodes? Is there anything jumping out? Any big mystery? Any big character you want to see more of? Obviously the main ones, but besides that, anything? Yeah, I... I think the biggest mystery still for me that I want to figure out is what happened to Captain Luther on his planet, on his reality, wherever he came from, what happened to him and what happened to the Superman creature, Kal-El, whatever it is on that planet, what made him bad, uh, what happened there, why were they fighting him? I wanted to to figure all that stuff out to to figure out the motivations that Captain Luther has and then uh, to make sure that something like that doesn't happen on on this earth and to hopefully uh figure out a way to convince captain luther that superman can be good uh just because where he comes from the person with those powers is bad hopefully convince him that there is a way to be good with those powers so i think that's the biggest thing that i want to get wrapped up um by the end of this this season that's interesting so you're more interested in the captain now than morgan edge i think that flipped from a few episodes back am i right yeah i i guess i don't the thing about Morgan Edge so far has been it's just we haven't had enough time, I guess, to learn about it. It might end up being that that's what I'm more interested in at the end of the season. Uh, but everything around him is just so fuzzy <laughs> and there's not a whole lot of details. And it's just kind of he's resurrecting people. That's what he's talking about and bringing them back to do what to do something. I don't know. Something's happening with him. I'm sure it'll be interesting eventually. But I think with the details that I have so far, I I have more room to speculate about Captain Luther and to to try to I have a p- clearer picture in my head of what I want to see happen whereas with Morgan Edge I guess there's a lot more room for the writers to do something that I I don't know or can't um speculate about that's a good point we can kind of guess what Captain Luther's up to fill in the blanks there whereas Morgan Edge it's kind of like I don't know he's doing something yeah, <laughs> anything could happen it's interesting right? you know he's got some ex kryptonite and he's doing things with it uh, yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, it is more of a blank slate, more more mystery on the Morgan Edge side, which I guess makes sense because that is the more of the Lois Lane type story where there's a mystery and investigation going on there. 
uh, whereas Captain Luther's more of a Superman villain and it's more of a an action-based type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Do you think there's any chance that Captain Luther and Superman from this Earth are going to team up against Morgan Edge? Is that something you could see happening? Uh, I think that would that sounds pretty cool. Uh, maybe the coolest way to go with it if he if Superman can convince Captain Luther and then they team up to take on whatever army that Morgan Edge mm-hmm. seems to be building uh, in the finale. Or I think that could be a really cool way to go into that. But that's not even touching on, however, Sam Lane and Project Seven Seven Three Four fit in. Right. Yeah. Because that that all could come to a head at the end of he, they've been Captain Luther has shared his secrets with Sam Wayne about how to defeat Kryptonite or Kryptonians um, and how to to fight against people with powers that humans don't have. So maybe that could all come together at the end when they need to take down Morgan Edge's army. Yeah, yeah maybe the captain and the general uh, working on 7734 to stop Superman. Maybe that actually helps them team up with Superman to take on whatever Kryptonian type powers that Morgan Edge is dealing with. Yeah. And I could, I could see it too kind of blowing up in uh, General Sam Lane's face where they don't reveal that he's been doing this until the time comes that he has to fight with super, like not against Superman, but with Superman against Morgan Edge's army. And then Superman's like, why do you have this technology? Why do you have the ability to hurt me like this? And then, you know, they have to confront that and talk about the the reasons why he has that oh yeah that absolutely better absolutely better blow up in his face that right. he's <laughs> plotting this thing and keeping it against keeping it from lois and clark i think that's a, a really good point yeah so i rewatched all the episodes and tried to pick out anything that we hadn't talked about before mm-hmm. and where it could lead hints to where things are going i don't have a ton of things i think we did a pretty good job <laughs> talking about it for the most part to pat ourselves on the back there um, I don't think we addressed that a new suit for Captain Luther is coming. That's right from the voice in episode two. He needs a, a new suit. And in the meantime, he's got to go around in his RV. Uh, and they talk about how they've got plenty of time for the suit. I'm guessing it will be back by episode 15. Yeah. And I, I wonder if it's going to be some new improved version or similar to what we already saw him in. The The suit he was in was was pretty cool and looked pretty high tech already. So I, I don't know what the, the change would be. He's got some insane technology that... AI that he has is really advanced. It was able to do an algorithm to track Superman's flying and the other thing um, automatically checks Captain Luther's biometrics when he comes in the RV. Uh, It's pretty advanced until it got smashed, I guess. Yeah, I probably just the speaker. It's probably still around somewhere. One of the other things that got introduced recently is Morgan Edge maybe has a thing for lana lang or maybe he's just trying to recruit her for his army or something but there there's definitely something kind of shady going on there and that's that's something that we're going to need to to figure out more about going forward yeah he quickly took an interest in her and it didn't seem entirely romantic he specifically mentioned her potential and all this research that he'd done on her uh it, it seems like he's looking into he's looking for a certain type of person Mm-hmm. Or else he was just curious on whoever he recruits and looked into it. I, I don't know how much overlap Lana has with Derek Powell or anyone else who's been recruited by Edge. But it seems like he's definitely going to do something there. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if maybe she will get recruited into like his inner workings and then find out that she doesn't like what's going on. And maybe she'll then turn to Lois because they've they've been developing a friendship recently. And she can turn to Lois 
and Lois can write about it in the newspaper, maybe an anonymous source or something like that. She can be a double agent, yeah, spy uh, type thing, because I don't think she's going to willingly go along with Morgan Edge, but she might be backed into a corner and have to pretend to go along with yeah. whatever he's doing. Good point. Another line, I don't know if we talked about this, but when Lois is talking to Marcus Bridgewater, a.k.a. Captain Luther, yeah. uh, she does say, Lex Luthor, the only human being worse than Morgan Edge, which just brings questions of how this, what experience they have with Lex Luthor in this timeline post-crisis. Right. Um, obviously, Superman and Lex Luthor have a lot of history in general, and Lois Lane and Clark Kent with Lex Luthor, but in this universe... We don't know what that is, but she thinks poorly of him, even though Lex rewrote himself in Crisis on Infinite Earths as a more benevolent figure. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious how that fits in. If they're gonna, if that's just a throwaway line, or if they're going to dig in that further. And I don't know how that may indirectly reference whatever's going on with John Cryer's Lex Luthor and Supergirl. I'm not up to date on that, so I'm not sure. Yeah, if I had to to guess, I'd say it was it's more of a throwaway line than anything, and. I, I honestly don't think we will see this Earth Lex Luthor this season, especially since they have Morgan Edge and he really does kind of fill in a Lex Luthor role on this show. It, it would be kind of tricky to balance the two of them, but I would love to see them explore that more in future seasons. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I I think they have to at some yeah. point, but uh, I'm just curious what this this means if they maybe superman and and lex has faced off before but he came away with it lex came away with it without being put in prison or anything really bad happening to him but that raises the question why would lex do anything like that with his sharpie i don't remember what he did with crisis but somehow he was head of the whatever was going on there i guess i need to re reformulate myself with whatever that was all about yeah he is he's definitely supposed to be a good guy at least in everybody's eyes now but it's yeah it does it does raise a lot of questions of what do they know and does the whole other world post-crisis know the same things that they know yeah it it does raise a lot of questions about their history and what what's going on yeah and try not to spoil anything for supergirl but i think he was on trial for something this season of supergirl so i don't know i don't know how that plays out how that fits in anything like that i guess i i might need to look into that more uh or else just not worry about it until unless or until lex shows up on the show yeah uh, the other thing we haven't really talked about is the boys and specifically the kind of cliffhanger at the, we talked about it a little bit, but the cliffhanger of Tag has come back from his superhero school or whatever he was. What has he been up to and what is going on with him and uh, are they going to be able to help him? <laughs> they didn't calm him down. Right. He's angry about something and blames Jordan for that. Yeah, I don't know. This is the one thing I can't even speculate on what their plans are, what they're going to do with this, with this school of kids with powers that we haven't seen anything about. And if that is connected to Jordan in any way, if that's connected to or what tag is getting out of that, what tag's coming back, is he going to be like a villain for Jordan? Are they going to do something like that? I have no idea. Yeah, because this General Sam Lane is involved with this and is the one that told them about it. So I don't know if he is using this as his program to try to find people who could maybe possibly fight Superman or other Kryptonians or other powered people and they'll end up doing that. Or if, yeah, if it's just supposed to be maybe a villain for the boys to deal with so that they kind of have their own story and things to deal with as Lois has her own things to deal with and as Clark has his own things to deal with. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just don't know there. I wonder if I, I would hope and guess that it's not going to be a bunch of kids fighting Superman. I, I don't know if I'd want to see that. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe they could try to do it if the military is trying to create a team of once they're adults. Yeah. Uh, once they graduate from their little school, they can go take on whoever the military wants them to take on. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't have any clue how this fits into everything. Yeah. Other uh, other things we've seen, um, Metropolis has had a lack of Superman, and that's something General Lane's brought up, something the rise of inner gang. Uh, is there a way that that can fit in? Are we going to see Clark try to spend more time in Metropolis in the future, or is, is that something that's going to be a growing concern for the rest of the season? It's a good question. I Obviously, there's, gonna, there's a lot to do with uh, the balance of being a husband, a father, a farmer, slash being Superman, especially with since he's got really big things to deal with right now, maybe the the smaller issues in Metropolis are just going to continue to slide. For now, um, I don't know if maybe the the Daily Planet, now that it's under the control of Morgan Edge, is going to start kind of smearing Superman and maybe make him not a very liked character in this world. Um, and that, that'll be something that they have to deal with. And maybe Lois Lane will start using the Smallville Gazette and she will have exclusive interviews with Superman and that'll make the paper really popular or a target of Morgan Edge. I don't know. Uh, that could be a way to involve her. Um, and then as Intergang rises in the city, hopefully we get to see Lois go do some investigative journalism and kind of expose them and get them through just kind of normal criminal justice means. Yeah, I think that would be a little suspicious if... Superman had a bunch of interviews in the Smallville Gazette. A little bit. <laughs> um, there might be something else he can he can talk to there. But that is a good point there. And Edge doing something to in the press to try to pit people against Superman would be very a very Morgan Edge thing to do, both in this show and the comic book version of Morgan Edge. That's something he would definitely be all for. Yeah. Anything else? We know uh, John Diggle is going to be appearing at some point. Anything you're hoping to see or looking forward to? David Ramsey's appearance return as John Diggle. I mean, it'll just be cool to see him. I, I don't really have any. I don't know. I, I don't really have any good ideas of what what he could do or what his story could be. It it really is like it's hard. Like we're only five episodes in, so it's. I think I'm struggling at this point to try to to think of another five episodes in. Like where where is the story going to be, and what sort of uh, scope and threat are we going to be facing that it would make sense to bring John Diggle in. Yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to fit in. I, I don't know how, especially with him appearing in all all the different shows, how that's going to work and where he's at in his life and all of that. So it will just be cool. Uh, I like David Ramsey in the role, so that's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, Football-wise, do you think John's going to actually get to play this year? I don't know. I I think it's going to continue to be like, I think that's going to be the main conflict between the brothers is maybe how far Jordan is willing to go while kind of using his powers um, and John getting left behind because he doesn't have those powers. Uh, yeah, I really don't know. I think it's probably going to not work out so well for John. And I think that's going to kind of blow up eventually. Yeah. That can kind of like how upset he was in the fifth episode that could continue to build if he's not getting playing time in Jordan's shining or however they handle that. All right. Well, I think we're both very excited and we're ready to see more of this show. So we have more to talk about uh, five episodes that we've enjoyed so far and are looking to see more of. So that's all we have for today. If you want to do us a favor, go to iTunes, wherever you're listening to this podcast, leave us a review. We'd appreciate it. 
Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon.